0: The following program is brought to you by the Humble Farmer Bed and Breakfast in St. George, Maine. Thank you for listening. Question for today is, what is an iPod? Look for a definition and you'll learn that the iPod is a combination portable digital media player and hard drive from Apple computer. (laughs) Not much help there, huh? If you can understand the definition of an iPod that I just read, you are probably looking forward to your 12th birthday. I'll bet there aren't 10 people in Maine over the age of 75 who would bet their life they could tell you the difference between an iPod and an iPad. And if any kid thinks this is funny, In 60, uh, 70 years, please remember what I just said when you find things like this happening to you.
1: (laughs) ¶¶¶¶¶¶¶¶¶¶¶¶¶¶¶¶¶¶ hi there this is clark terry here reminding you to pull your baskets uh, a little closer to the fire that's it <laughs> now you're talking ah you. hey. uh, watch out for those snapping sparks everybody cozy all the good news is that you're in time for the humble farmer you've worked hard all day you deserve to relax now so stay right there and listen to the best of this kind of music
0: Scott, Scott, Scott Hamilton here on the Humble Farmer, Thank you for listening. You know how every once in a while you read something and then, well, all of a sudden something that has puzzled you for years and years suddenly makes sense. You know what I'm talking about here? I just read in the Maine Organic Farmer newspaper that it is illegal to place manure on fields between December 1st and March 15th of the following year. Doesn't this pretty well explain why, when you drive past Steve Dennison's farm around Christmas time, his, his cows are always wearing such a pained expression? Thank you Ghana surprised me because I thought I was going to play Bix. I shouldn't even tell you those things. You wouldn't know the difference, would you, if I didn't tell you. The most dangerous places in the world, that's what the headline said, the most dangerous places in the world. And where do you think those dangerous places could be? Could one of them be on a main snowmobile during spring thaw? You know, they're always going through the ponds. We've read that the players in a basketball team sustained more injuries in recent games than they did when the team's bus, bus crashed. And would you like to live with a professional athlete? After years of pigging out on muscle-building drugs or having their heads pounded because of brain damage, athletes have been known to shoot their families and sometimes themselves afterwards. Dangerous places all, but as Rambo said, I've seen worse. Well, where are the most dangerous places in the world? I, I can admit, I, I really don't know. But I do know that when any meal is being prepared in our home, you do not want to be in my wife's kitchen. Bye. Scott Hamilton, here on The Humble Farmer. Where? Oh, thank you, thank you for listening. Where, with any luck at all, you can hear me playing old-fashioned music just for you every week at this time. I am the humble farmer at gmail.com. Love to hear from you. And I have discovered the Jack Benny show on the Israel channel. It comes on around noontime. You might remember all of the jokes about Don Wilson being fat. Fifty, sixty years ago, you could make jokes about people being fat, and they joked about Don Wilson being fat. And that was one of the Jack Benny staples. Dennis Day was not clever. Jack Benny was stingy. Phil Harris was drunk. Don Wilson was fat. But these programs were made 50, 60 years ago. And anyone who looks at Don Wilson today would say that he was pretty... Slim and fit.
1: sing, so sweet, so sweet,
0: the moment I fell for you, I saw stars, I heard an angel say, wake up, wake up, your wonderful dreams come true, a newborn feeling had me reeling, I said to myself, where am I, it's all so hazy, may sound crazy, there wasn't a star in the sky, still I. Saw stars I heard a birdie sing so sweet so sweet the moment I fell for you someone mentioned to me that they liked that song I saw stars so that's why I of course, I like it too but that's why I squeezed it in just for you the headline said driver coach among injured after humane women's basketball teams bus crashes and then there was another thing about Ashley Roberts who has recently returned to action following a concussion forward Corrine Wellington, who's out for the season with an injury. So, it seems to me that a bus crash is just like another day on most any playing field. Ask yourself this. What would happen if anyone were forced to engage in an activity that resulted in bruises and cracked bones? Wouldn't you bet that someone would either be in jail or up before the world court Music Scott Hamilton, the Harley Show, well, something like that. Do you remember the Harley Show out of Baltimore? You used to listen to that a long time ago. You might have heard that the new system will let easy pass holders breeze through the main toll booth at full speed without slowing down. We got our easy pass after trying to merge into the correct lane one dark cold and rainy night on the, <gasps> yes, George Washington Bridge. <laughs> With an easy pass, cause course, we could have whistled right through. If you don't have an easy pass, you're probably confined to a wheelchair on Beals. That's Beals Island. Yes, the new system will let easy pass holders breeze through the toll booth at full speed without slowing down and and my wife, Masha, the almost perfect woman, woman, will love this. My wife is one of the few women I know who expect toll takers to make correct change for someone going through the booth at 40 miles an hour.
1: Every star above knows the one I love Sweet, sweet, The moon up high knows the reason why. Sweet city, it's you. No one else it seems ever shares my dreams. And without you, dear, I don't know what I'll do. In this heart of mine, you live all the time. you did, I don't know what I'll do, in this heart of mine, you live all the time, sweet Sue, just you. do. that
0: cold here on The Humble Farmer, where, with any luck at all, you can hear me playing old-fashioned music just for you every week at this time right here on your favorite station. Thank you again for listening. Do you scream at your television set when they throw out acronyms that you've never heard before? One morning they were talking about the HAV, H-O-V. I think it was HAV, the HAV lane. and And before that, it was the MVP on the Edge Show, and two violations within 12 hours certainly warrants our mention in this today. MVP? My voluptuous pancreas? We've learned to live with similar jargon on a Facebook page that pretends to pander to an intellectual elite who are accustomed to think in mathematical symbols and health food acronyms. But the language on television, by necessity is geared to move action to those with the cranial capacity of a slug. Is it not true that even a five-year-old child can tell you that you should seek medical attention if it lasts more than four hours? The next time I require clarification about some acronym I hear bandied about on television, should I simply ask something that lives under a rock? (音楽) We'll be right back. back. Push, poosh ka Hamilton Scott Hamilton, John Bunch, and who else? Was that Steve Brown? I want to say the bass player, Dave Green. I thought it was kind of impressive, nice sounding bass there. I just heard, I know you want to hear this, I just heard about a thing on television called an Android tablet, and I perked right up when I heard it thinking that one or two Android tablets a day might be good for arthritis on my Androids. But later in the day, the Android tablet turned up again when I was Googling something. So I, I looked for a definition of Android tablet, thought I might as well find out what it was. Now, you might be happy to learn that an Android tablet, <laughs> it's, nothing, it's nothing more than a tablet computer that runs the Android operating system and that some have a case that resembled the iPad. Now I'm not going to Google iPad to see what that is because I'll probably only learn that it's a poor boy's version of an Android tablet. ostrich walk. I like that. (laughs) (laughs) Bix, a small small newspaper way off in uh, Forgotten Corner of Maine, reported earlier this week that although an elderly man died and was buried only a mile from his home, his faithful dog Shep did not lie down on the grave and slowly expire there near his master. According to the story, this dog didn't Seem to know anything about what is expected of an even halfway decent Maine hound dog. A good neighbor didn't have to drag this dog off and tie it up to keep it from returning to the gravesite. This dog did not lie out there in the snow and rain day and night refusing to eat or to be comforted. This mindless animal didn't wear a deep path in the dirt, walking endlessly around the headstone growling and snarling at anyone who came near as a matter of fact old sam's death didn't seem to bother the dog one way or another said the reporter who covered this unique story there was a feller in the crowd there was a feller in the crowd there at graveside who must have slopped some bacon grease on his pants while frying up breakfast and "'When the thing broke up, Shep hung right in there beside him "'and jumped in the car when the door opened. "'You might be interested to hear that in a sidebar "'someone mentioned that Ripley's Believe It or Not Museum "'was hoping to stuff the dog and give him a good spot "'next to the skull of the Piltdown Man. "'Although my friend Winky was familiar with the mandatory behavior "'of bereaving dogs,' He wasn't surprised to hear that the faithless ship wasted no time in locating a new source of food and worldly comforts. Winky's been married five times. check, Scott Hamilton. You've heard me say over and over again that I would never knowingly say anything on the air that would offend someone or cause trouble. But, as you well know, there are exceptions, and right now you're going to hear one. One day I went to see my doctor, and my doctor had his assistants check me here, and his assistants poked me there. And he himself even poked me. And all of the data was compiled and sorted on computers, and when it was printed out, the doctor read it and saw that it was good. And and then the doctor said, Mr. Skoglund, the only thing I am going to prescribe for you is four glasses of water and a half hour of exercise every single day my friend, do you realize that if I were to say that doctor's name on the air, if I were to reveal his identity, within a month a coalition of pharmaceutical associations would probably have him stripped of his credentials for malpractice. almost time to get out of here. Just the way you look tonight. There was an article in the newspaper about the age limit being lowered on Mormons who were going on missions. A lot of people wrote in that they wouldn't let a Mormon in the house. You know that my hobby is studying languages and that I've always envied anyone who could live in another country for a year and learn another language. So what do you suppose I'd say, if given a choice, I could have my nephew in South America learn in Spanish for two years or carrying a weapon in Afghanistan? Now, I'm sorry if this makes me a disagreeable person, but I always welcome Moonies or Mormons or Jehovah's Witnesses or Baptists or Congregationalists to my home. And And when my friends are seated comfortably, I give them a lecture on the blessings of solar radiant heat in my solar flower. I get them right down in the solar course and I point out the pipes going into the cement and I let them feel the heat in the floor. I talk about saving money. I talk about how even a kid can build solar water heaters, get the glass for free on the dump. Why aren't more Maine people told about how much money they can save by building their own solar water heaters? You don't have to be rich to do it. Of course, I get right wound up because I'm quite religious about saving money with solar energy. You might not believe this, but some friends get up and leave, they try to leave anyway, before I can even get them to the great part about pouring the cement on top of the PEX pipe. I have to grab them by the arm and hold them sometimes. And I used to think that leaving while I was begging them to stay wasn't a nice thing to do until I realized they were probably rushing home to build their own solar collectors. When I mentioned this to one of my radio friends in Palmyra, who will soon be 80 years old, she said that Mormons were very intelligent and that she could talk with them. But when she saw Jehovah's Witnesses coming, she always met them at the door in the nude. "'My word! I told her I was glad that she'd found a use for him, "'and you better believe that the next time I go to see her "'I will not have a Bible in my hand.'"